Now we're live. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Uh, back at it. Yeah. See? Yeah. See, kids, we care. Look at this. Each episode, we're going to upgrade something else until <laughs> we're back. Until we're back in the studio. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah. It, so looks hopefully... like, it looks like I'm in heaven and you're in hell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me, I'll get some more lighting. Only if it's actual flames. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. That looks much better. A nice yellow glow. Beautiful. Hey. Beautiful. Yeah. This actually is better. Needed that lighting. Everything in. Just give me the light. HD. Full dynamic display from Zoom. <laughs> Via Zoom. Via Zoom. Did you did you hear that Zoom went down for a little bit? Uh, did I hear? It was oh, an issue you, at work. Was it? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you guys were utilizing it that much. Yeah, we're using that. But also, um, you know, Microsoft has their own, like... Yeah, Microsoft Teams. Teams, yeah. Yeah. So... We uh, adopted that rather quickly after Zoom let us down. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. It was only a matter of time before it was going to shit the bed at some point. Yeah. Too many people were using it. Yeah. Well, you th I mean, all, all of these institutions, they're just like, yeah, we'll do it over Zoom. And Zoom's like, well, well, not everybody. And everyone's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. And they're like, well, not, want to, though. not all of them. And they're like, oh, you got it. Don't worry about it. You'll be able to handle it. Good luck. You'll be able to handle it, and we won't pay you for it. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so do all of this for free. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're recording this the 20, August 26th. International Dog Day. International Dog Day, yes. Yep. Very important. Um, and, you know, we'd be, we'd be remiss if we didn't, mention everything that's kind of going on right now um i mean like it's like you said before we started recording it's like this the show's been going on for a couple of years now and it seems like every every couple of years we have to do this and it's like how, how many times how many times are we gonna have to like take a moment or even a full episode to acknowledge uh all of the shit that's happening in the real world. It's, it's, it's been, it, oh, it, it's, it's been, uh, we'll take any levity we can. <laughs> it's only been what, like two months since we had that last episode with, uh, Travis, mm -hmm. where we, where had, we to... had to talk about social injustice and violence and, yeah, uh, systemic racism and all that jazz. Yeah, I mean, at this point, this this podcast could just be we could just change gears and and just talk about that every episode because <laughs> it it just the sad drunk hour. <laughs> That's really what we we get drunk because of the pain. <laughs> we just stop we stop drinking different craft beers. Yeah, and just start just pounding Miller Lights. What's the strongest thing you have? <laughs> please just numb the pain one That's bottle all. of bourbon in 
Um, so, um, I'm gonna get the date correct because, uh, yeah, it's uh, got a turn. It is the 26th. This 26th. You and... working in your journal? <laughs> you shut your face. You shut your you shut your mouth. You shut your mouth, boy. I'm trying to find the date. Um the date of the shooting. I mean, it's over the weekend. It, I can't it find sucks the actual to say, date. but which shooting? <laughs> yeah. Well, the one that that re-sparked. I guess I shouldn't say sparked or re-sparked because we we've, we've been having this conversation for I mean the better part of the whole year and some of us have been having this conversation on and off for the past 10 years but i the one that got na- national news again um jacob blake i i can't i mean i'm i'm skimming these articles and i just don't i i don't i want to i don't want to sit here and read the fucking jacob blake the 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 father of three um the black man who was getting into his car and was shot seven times and um he survived thankfully he is according to his father paralyzed from the waist down he was shot seven times by uh two police officers while he was apparently breaking up a fight uh uh, between two other people (laughs) like it's just it's i don't dude i don't know man (sighs) So that happens, sparks the um, inevitable protests out in Wisconsin where the shooting happened. And in the midst of the shooting, or in the midst of the protests, rather, there was another shooting by a white kid, 17 years old, traveled 20 miles, apparently, to help, uh, according to the people defending him, to, to help, I don't know, defend that store to defend storefront properties from damage i I don't know i don't know a real hero yeah to be a hero i guess and uh he ended up killing two people shooting three people killing two and uh he's now in custody and uh i you know i don't know man i don't know it just i i mean like you said it's kind of hard to what do you, what do you add to the national to to the the national debate the ongoing conversation that first we haven't already said and this is just a repeat this it's just like we're just watching the same episode happen over and over and over again and i mean he didn't die jacob blake so i guess that's that's yeah i guess that's a short that's a small consolation prize for i don't know and uh so then all of this happens and then and then the sports world reacts. Um the NBA, there's been this ongoing conversation as to how much the NBA should be speaking out about it. And again, we can go on about the shut up and dribble politics of everything. But uh 
they decided that uh, they, they, they couldn't do it. And so as of today, there's supposed to be three game fives. So the NBA playoffs that were supposed to take place, all of them, they're boycotting. And then in solidarity with them, a bunch of MLB games uh, are postponed due to this, mm-hmm. which is crazy when you think about the baseball world going. Yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about racial politics. It's kind of <laughs> kind of insane. America's pastime. Yeah, is nothing sacred. <laughs> so, I mean, really, we just we just felt like it would be a glaring omission to pretend like all of these things aren't going on and we wanted to mention them i don't know if you want if you had any thoughts that you wanted to share i mean nothing that we haven't really talked about before you know our stance if you've been listening to us long enough um i mean i i'm i'm of the the viewpoint on this show that you know mo- most people come to us to the show for an escape and are looking for some relief, maybe a laugh here or there, just to, you know, get lost in nerdy talk or, you know, reviews about beer and nonsense. So, you know, it, we do get into some serious topics from time to time. It's just because, you know, these things are important to us. But, you know, I, I, I think it, it, it just, it, it goes to show really the point of all this is like, this is a rerun. <laughs> if, we, if we were to dedicate this entire episode to talking about, again, racial injustice, uh, police brutality, uh, systemic racism, uh, we would be treading over topics that we've tread over far too often. Yeah. Fortunately, that we felt like we've had to. So, you know, I think I can speak for you in this instance where, you know, we want to address it, but we also wanted to um, not spend the entire episode on it just because, you know, it's like we're repeating ourselves over and over again. It's just, it, it, I mean, at least from my point, it's frustrating to have to do this over and over again. Um, that's, that's, that's part of the tragedy of it all is just that nothing, nothing has changed and people are like, you know, you're watching these guys not play basketball, they're boycotting, and it's like, well, what's that gonna what's that gonna help? And it's like I don't know, man. We're talking about it, aren't we? Right. I mean, you're not you 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 know, it's it's getting people to ask questions and you should be asking yourself why you're so angry that they're doing this. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, we're I think if you want to hear a full in-depth breakdown a very ugly <laughs> um scatterbrained breakdown of of all of that you can go back and listen to our um black lives matter episode where we tried to dissect this as much as possible and then the episode after that kind of a mm-hmm. follow-up kind of a uh epilogue if you will yeah to that episode i think you know that's pretty much that's that's pretty much it on that. So, again, we wanted to mention it because it would be kind of obvious that we are ignoring it yeah. if if we didn't make a mention of it. But if you are coming to us for some kind of levity, some kind of uh, sigh of not relief, but uh, <laughs> I don't like uh, the, the, resignation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, we got you covered. 
because we're going to spend the rest of the episode um, just trying to make people feel good about themselves. Okay. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Let's do it. uh, In light of that, I think we should get these fucking beers open and just, and just numb the pain, baby. Just numb the pain. So um, you want to introduce your beer first. Good, sir. Sure. Uh, Well, first I want to introduce a product, which we're not being paid to uh, represent. I thought you were about to start talking about a sponsor. We didn't talk about like, Oh, here we go. Lactate, my friend. <laughs> you know what? Mm-hmm. We need to look into sponsoring a sponsorship with them. I would love it because genuinely, they literally save my ass. <laughs> and you know what? I'm doubling up. Nice. See, you know why? It's a big can. It's a big ass can. What were you going to say? No, no, no. Tell the people what you got going. What are you drinking? Okay. So, in um, recent weeks, I've been trying to uh, kind of reach into my roots a little bit. I'm, for those who don't know, I'm just a smidge Filipino. Um, a smidge. Just a little bit. Um, but I, I was raised with, uh, you know, Puerto Rican heritage and Puerto Rican wolves. Culture. Yeah, and... Um, so I didn't get any of that Filipino side, but I found a really good restaurant. And that's my preferred way of learning about cultures is eating their food. Yeah. Putting um, it down your face hole. Exactly. So there's a place in Orlando called Taglish and it's inside a, uh, an Asian supermarket and it is delicious. So anyway, I've, I've gone there a couple times now. Super good. Highly recommend it. Go check it out. But just coincidentally, they happen to do a uh, collaboration with Red Light, Red Light. So it's like two of my favorite things together. And I fangirled and ran out and got the Hollow Hollow. Hollow Hollow. Uh, which is a milkshake style American hoppy ale with ube, mango, and lychee. Ube. Or lychee. Uh, it's a 32 ounce baby right here. That's why I took two. And uh, it's a seven percent, so I'm looking forward to it. All right, that sounds really good. Kind of oh, jealous. and for those who don't know, Halo Halo is a Filipino Halo Halo uh, dessert. You're uh, a Filipino dessert. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> so what I grabbed was from the Swamphead Brewery. I grabbed two too because I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> it's a good excuse <laughs> it's the wild night honey cream ale ale brewed with honey hmm. and it has a cold read and i'm gonna steal this one from you in the interest of time okay along the rivers in the fields and through the forests of florida thousands of bees are hard at work producing some of the sweetest honey in the world we like to think they're proud that all their hard work has ended up in our award-winning honey cream ale that is wow <laughs> the arrogance of that statement. <laughs> Wild night is crisp and delicate, yet bursting with flavor. We've added local honey and a touch of hops to update this American classic. Bright, golden, and enjoyable anytime. Wild night is what a cream ale should be, and they spell B with two E's. 
They're really leaning into that. We steal from these, mm. but they would appreciate it. I like it. All right. Well, I'm excited to hear what you think of that beer, and I'm excited to crack open this beer. So let's get into this bitch. This is the One Baron Podcast. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> some splash damage <laughs> oh on the microphone yeah i got this um shock shock absorber thing oh. on accident actually i was looking for a uh one of those things you put around the mic as like a uh, soundproofer they have one oh. of those things you can kind of hook to your arm or a desk and it's just foam it's its own, basically, its own um, insulation for your for your mic. Mm -hmm. So if you have like a home studio or a portable studio, you don't have to worry about putting foam all over the walls and shit. And at this point, technology is so good that, you know, when I see people, like I tell people I built a home studio and they're like, oh, you put the egg cartons and stuff all over the walls. <laughs> and it's like, no, dude, you really don't have to do any of that shit. I am far too lazy for that. Yeah, it's unnecessary. You don't need to do it. It, it's it's a waste of money and you know you won't get i mean there's obviously more that i could do to get like a uh a, a robust uh sound quality out of a room right yeah but with what i've been doing so far it's like i mean i'm not working with live studio musicians or you, yeah, know. you don't have to like mic up drums yeah exactly so it's like what i mean what is the point of what is the point of going through all those changes? Yeah. I tell you, there ain't no point. <laughs> so that's right. The One Baron Podcast. The podcast with two that yeah, two fucking brews. Crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. You got there, these bud. Two individual brews. And these two individual brews is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Cheers. And I am Marco Dupa. Uh, this is episode 277, and I think that there is a lot of nerdy shit to get into, in spite or in spite of all of the crazy shit that's going on in the world, there is a lot of really fun things happening. It's like, it's like there really is a creator in the universe. <laughs> He's balancing things, right? Throwing like a, stuff at us. It's a cosmic game dev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a sick, sick game that he plays. <sighs> <laughs> we were going to be happy this episode. Come on. Right. So uh, since the last time we recorded, there was the DC fandom. Yeah. We didn't talk about it because it hadn't happened yet. When, when uh, the yeah, last, it was, last it was episode. in between our episodes. Yeah. Fandom. Fandom. Which... 
was a resounding success. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe how, I mean, it went off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they crushed it. Yeah. A lot of buzz <laughs> came out of it too, which yeah. is surprising because I don't know. I mean, there's been a lot of issues with uh, DC properties as of the past five years or so. Well, DC's really good at making shit look good. And then the end result being not so great. It's true. They're, they're great at trailers. Oh, yeah. They're really yeah. great at uh, trailers. Speaking of which, it's the return of Trailer Trash. Trailer Trash! Burr, burr. I almost forgot what to say, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's been so long. But uh, we got a couple of trailers that we wanted to kind of jump into. And seeing as we're on video and... Uh, I can we can share the video with the people. If you guys haven't seen this trailer yet, we're gonna watch it in real time together. So the first thing that we got is share. There we are. The Batman teaser trailer. Yay! Yay! So without further ado, let's rock it. I'm vengeance. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't like to relish in my minimal successes, but I will, I will relish in this one because 
like what happens every time somebody gets cast that that people don't expect the internet loses their collective mind and they go what this guy and it turns out that that movie this movie looks fucking awesome so far the uh, uh, you've got paul dano as what is presumably the riddler i can't i mean obviously he couldn't be anybody else but they didn't name him and then colin farrell as presumably the penguin bullseye oh <laughs> yeah um you know what i i honestly didn't know for a really long time when i was watching daredevil that they were making homeboy bullseye <laughs> yeah it took me a couple episodes to go oh oh that's what they're doing with that the show yeah yeah when they when they introduced him like i was like the bit where he puts on daredevil's costume and, mm-hmm. and everything i was like I do remember that, but who did that? And I couldn't like put two and two together. And it took a couple episodes for me to go, oh, oh. That's who. even though he was throwing shit and he was ricocheting it off of walls. And <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Anyway, back to the trailer. So, yeah, you've got Colin Farrell, Paul Dano, and you get a glimpse of um, um, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. 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 And obviously Robert Pattinson just looking like an absolute emo badass. Yeah. I'm into it. I mean that 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 scene where he beats up that thug, it's just so satisfying. Just the thuds, the <laughs> then he just starts wailing on. I mean, it's just <laughs> and then the I am vengeance. You're like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm all about I was it. waiting for I am the knight. I am Batman. Yeah, I thought I was wondering if they were going to go the whole the full Monty on that one. Yeah, and they didn't. Smart choice. Yeah, smart choice. I, so, <laughs> so yeah, I mean that that was that that um, premiered at the Fandome, mm-hmm. and that was that was one of the many successes that they had going yeah. for them. Um, There's been a, a couple of video games too. Um, yeah, do we want to bring up those trailers? Uh, they're a little longer. They're like yeah, we can four just or five kinda, minute trailers. Yeah, we can we can just get top level. Um, there's the Suicide Squad, Kill the Batman, which looks mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, CG trailer though, so we don't really know what the game really is going to be. But yeah. apparently, it's in the same Arkham game universe. The so if you Arkham played any of the other Arkham Asylum uh, games, you may know a little bit what to expect. Yeah. Uh, kind of weird that 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 one's set in the Arkhamverse, and then, um, the Gotham Knights one isn't. It's like a different. That seems completely backwards to me. Yeah. So I think the problem that DC is continuously running into is the whole. You know, we have a multiverse, and so we can explore different stories with the same characters kind of thing mm-hmm. which to me it it's cool and it's also kind of convoluted not kind of it's very convoluted I, I mean it gives them a chance to 
make a movie like the Joker and then the Batman and then um, Suicide Squad and Flash and all those movies be, well, Flash and Suicide Squad are connected, but the, the former three, the Wonder Woman. Yeah. The The Wonder Woman. Yeah. All of those movies can be disconnected, but telling a similar story from different perspectives and not have to be at the mercy of what another movie's doing, which is the, I think the fatal flaw of the MCU, which is one character does one thing in one movie and now they have to adhere to the rules that they created in that movie. Yeah. But I mean, I I feel like that was born out of failure though, because the Marvel universe has been the beacon of doing that the right way. Um, For sure. So if, if they were, if they were able to capture that same lightning in a bottle, for their universe, we wouldn't have that, which, you know, I, I think is a, uh, a good thing and a bad thing because then we wouldn't get movies like Joker most likely, which, you know, I mean, I thought was good. I, I wasn't in love with it. Like I wouldn't have missed it if it never existed. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy it does because it opens the door to like more mature stories like that in the DC universe, like actually mature, like, you know, not just dark. Right. Uh, I'm only happy it exists because Joaquin Phoenix finally got the Oscar. He deserved a long time ago. Worth but, it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I, I see what you're saying. <clears throat> and, you know, it gives them, they, they kind of backed themselves into a corner because they failed so handsomely with the DC cinematic universe. Um, that being said, it's still, gives them an opportunity to do more things potentially than the MCU can. They, you know, the MCU is obviously near flawless in their execution, but at the same time, like I said, you have to obey the rules that you've created. And it's all, it's all very safe. All Mm -hmm. of those, all of those movies with the exception of Deadpool, because it was a Fox property. Uh, we're super, super safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we haven't heard a, a peep from uh, Daredevil since that acquisition by Disney. Yeah. So I've been reading rumors, though, because you Google one thing and they, they throw you every article that's written on the Internet about it. So yeah. I Googled the cast of Daredevil and now I get all these articles. And apparently they're, they are talking to Charlie Cox to bring him back. That'd be that's, awesome. That's like the big rumor is like he's the number one choice. And unless another movie or series in his schedule blocks him from doing it, that he's, he's the guy. He's their number one guy. Kevin really Feige so. is, is apparently – or Feige. 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 Uh, Ke- Kevin. Kevin. Kevin F. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Feige. Feige. Because it's Paul Feig is right. the other guy right. who has a similar last name. That's the one I always get confused about. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Feige. Right. He's apparently a really big fan of Daredevil. He liked the show a lot, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, as really, like, again, like we said before, I would love if they brought back Punisher and uh, obviously Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I really hope that they also keep Vincent D'Onofrio because yeah. I, I just, I think he's probably the best choice for uh, Kingpin. Yeah, I think he could do some he could do some really good work if they give him they give him the leeway to do it. 
Yeah, and he, I mean, he's a bona fide, you know, movie star. Yes. So I feel like he'd he'd bring something to it mm-hmm. if you're trying to get people to go to the theaters to watch Charlie Cox as a leading man. Yeah. Well, and see that, and that again, that's another thing where like the TV shows they had to, they had to at least acknowledge the movies so that people understood where it was set in and kind of set the parameters of what you're going to see. But it was never 100% clear that there was a real direct link to it other than the the brief mentions of, like, the incident in New York, you yeah. know? Yeah. And they did keep it light, yeah. Because well, you take that in comparison to the um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and that shows directly referencing stuff in that universe and, and having characters cross over and things like that. Right. So I feel like it's like a pseudo tie-in. I mean, what a, what a wasted opportunity to not have any big star just make, a, make an appearance. Right. Five minutes, just walk on. Just a walk on. Yeah. Anyway, that's in the past. So <laughs> Yeah. I have to go but back. Anyway, so uh, yeah. the DC fandom uh dc fandom 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 so you know like you were talking about one of the 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 characters you mentioned was flash yeah and apparently we're getting uh batfleck back yeah that movie batfleck after it was rumored he was completely done with batman as a character so that adds to more kind of confusion with that movie because it's like okay is that part of that entire universe now too right and is that also in conjunction with wonder woman and aquaman and all that is like all that tied in still or that's what that's uh, that's that's what i'm saying like there's too many they're they're creating too many webs already and it's like you guys only have a handful of movies and yet it's already confusing trying to keep up with the timeline of everything yeah, and then, and then obviously the new Suicide Squad. Does that overtake the old one in in canon, or is that non-canonical for right. everything? Right, right. Because there are some returning actors that played the same characters, and uh, I mean the vast majority of them are brand new. So yeah, but you have Margot it, Robbie. Right, you got Mar. She's she's really her and and Captain Boomerang and and um. Or, Rick Flag. Boom, Boom, Rick Flag. I was going to call him Captain Flag, and I was like, there can't be two captains. <laughs> yeah. Rick Flag. Um, both of them, or all three of them, really kind of tie it into the last movie. So it's obviously set in the same universe, but it's like, yeah, I mean, is it just a really fast reboot? Or is it a sequel? Or a spiritual sequel? We're right. going to pretend like the first one didn't happen. It seems that way. Is it, is it like an army of the dead kind of thing where we just do it again, but it's like not the same thing. It's like more what they wanted to do with it kind of deal. That's what it seems like to me. It's like a do over. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I mean, I'm fine with it. I, I, I think it, it looks good so far from the teasers they've given out. I mean, I trust. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I like I you know it looks yeah it looks cool, um, you get you get more uh, trusted filmmakers to work on these things. I mean, we're we're aboard the James Gunn train, so of course whatever he does, I'm I'm down for. I'll uh, you know 
So him having his hands on that, that property is good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, um, I wouldn't say talented filmmakers, but filmmakers, we're finally getting the Snyder cut, the long rumored, I would say now legendary Snyder yes. cut is actually come to fruition and it's going to be a four hour, um, one hour piece, or I should say four part movie. I don't know. Mini series. I don't really get it. Yeah. I, I'm curious how they're going to break it up. They said it's four parts, four okay. hour movie, four parts, but it's like, okay, if you release it in theaters, do we get like a grindhouse kind of thing where there's a, you know, like a five to 10 minute intermission between the parts? <laughs> I would actually be down for that. I, I would go see the movie four hours. I'd said, I'd be like, all right, this is my day. I'm going to go at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Obviously when, when all of this is you know, <laughs> right, I'm not, I'm not going to go tomorrow, but you know, in an optimal situation where we're back in theaters, I would do it. You know, a couple of intermissions, maybe one intermission between both parts. I'd do it. I mean, I was there for Lord of the Rings, so I have no problem sitting down for four hours. Yeah. I mean, we we watched Grindhouse. Oh uh, yeah, we sure did. So, we were there. We were the the two of the ten people who saw that movie. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm with it. So uh, I mean, and, okay. And Scott Pilgrim. Question is, I know what a what a fucking. I'll just never. The, every time that. I think about it, it's it's, it's just it's, such a crime. It's, it's a upsetting. crime. Yeah, it's upsetting. Um, do you think? It's going to live up to the hype. Also, what are you doing? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to plug in my charger because for some reason it's just not charging right now. Just do it right now. Just do it. Just take well, a second it's and not, do it. Well, it's not working in that plug, so I'm going to have to try and put in another plug. Mm. Uh, hold that thought. All right. I'll be right back, okay? Goodbye. I'm going to look at my phone. I'm going to look at my phone. You guys see that? That's from our buddy Rob. He's drinking the face melter apricot mango goze. I'm going to ask him how many bottle caps. Bottle caps. Let's see what he says. Because that looks interesting. Although a super fruity goes a, you know, not my cup of tea. We'll see what he says, though. Okay. Because, I mean, going out, going out to get, going out to buy a goze that, like, like, wasn't offered to me or somebody didn't tell me to go and get it. I don't know. To goze and get it. Goze and get it. Goze, Jose. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. <laughs> oh, we are stupid. Oh. Things know, that make me laugh, dude. Man, that <laughs> the meme that's going around on Twitter uh, of like um, uh, without without downloading a new picture. How do you, how how are you feeling or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> I put. I put that picture of, I mean, every time I look at it, it makes me laugh. It's um, without downloading new pics mentally, where are you? And I put a picture of the scene in the dark night 
when Harvey Dent looks over and he's Two-Face, except someone Photoshopped the, two fi- the, the messed up portion of his face and put it on both sides. Actually, I'll just show it to you. <laughs> oh, I saw it. So stupid. Oh, my God. It's just so fucking funny, man. It looks like one of the aliens from uh, They Live. <laughs> oh, I just love that shit. And all, all Lottie could do is respond, Marco, what the fuck? <laughs> she, she probably thought it was an actual burn victim. <laughs> That's even funnier to think that she thought I would think it was funny to just be like, yeah, I feel like a guy whose entire face was melted off of his bones hilarious that is so funny are you good man (sighs) you know what what it ain't working so i'm i'm i may have to jump off of this computer okay i mean if we if we what's how it's what like not holding a charge or it's just it's not like i have it plugged into the charger and it it charges for a second and then it just stops charging So I don't know what's going on, but that ain't a good sign. No. no so sir. I was going to try to um, switch out the ports and see if maybe another port will work. But the other port I have is the one that the mic's plugged into. So I can try that, but I'd lose my mic for a sec. So. Okay. Okay. So pause. All right. Okay, we're back. I mean... People don't know how long it took for us to get back here, but um, it's a mere a- 10 seconds. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, before, before we, before we, for the whole thing came crashing down, I was asking you if you believe that after all of the hype that the Snyder cut is going to live up, what do you think? No, <laughs> no, there's 0% chance that it lives up to the hype. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I, before, you, before you elaborate, do okay. you think a movie has ever... Yeah. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't do it, man. Oh, this episode. <laughs> it's a fucking disaster. Yes! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it about I'm the meatloaf? Pause it. I'm going to pause it. Okay. Um, we will get through this episode, I swear to God. We okay. We will get through this episode. Um, yeah. So do you think any movie has lived up to like a surmount, uh, an insurmountable amount of hype? Mm. Like, uh, say any of the Avengers movies, for instance, I think, um, I think Endgame was worth the wait. Yeah. I think, I think that was pretty, that, that left me feeling satisfied. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, for one, I, I, I love Dark Knight Rises when it came out. So I know a lot of people are naysayers about it, but I thought it was a satisfying conclusion to that series. I agree with you, man. I, I don't, I mean, I understand people's criticism. It's a little goofier, but that's yeah. not a bad thing. And, and, and there's parts where you're like, well, that's a plot hole. I get it. But on the whole, it's, I don't know. There's some moments of that of that movie that are my favorites in the whole series. Yeah. And obviously I'm a I'm a huge Tom Hardy guy. I got a Tom Hard on for Hardy. So uh-huh. 
anything he does. And I, I mean, I'm just Bane as a character. I mean, yeah, so that's okay. So, Snyder Cut, though, four hours can't live up to the hype, can it? No, there's, there's a zero percent chance that that entire thing lives up to the hype that all the fans have been clamoring for. Uh, and I mean, you know. Uh, I'm not a Snyder hater. I think he has some. Let me stop okay. you right there. Okay. Because I think we spent half an hour of an episode just dogging the last like five, six movies that he came out with. That's true. However, I think that he's made some really good movies in the past. Yeah. So I, I'm not saying like his in, he has zero talent or like he's never made a good movie before, but I think his, his loss is out outweigh his wins so far yeah um so that leads me to to not have much faith in his vision for this movie i mean the the synopsis of it sounds better than than what we ended up with uh as like a comic book fan uh but do i think he can pull it off not really i mean i think we're gonna get a bloated extended edition of a movie essentially and uh with some different uh plot devices thrown in for fun but i just i i don't know i i don't see it coming together to be this like epic uh world shifting movie uh that everybody's hoping it's going to be i think it's going to be like in the, it, it's i mean I don't, I don't even think i know it's going to be this event uh of the year and people are going to be really excited about it but i just don't think it's going to live up to being a good movie let me just say this because apparently this is going to be like um like basically a a different movie he's going to try to use as few if not none of the scenes that were shot by joss whedon Mm. and they're refilming a bunch of stuff which i don't know how they're pulling that off they were given uh, i guess a budget to do reshoots uh so and so what, you bring, you bring the whole cast back or do you bring them one at a time and CGI it's, them back it, in? It seems like that's the route they've been going. It's like having like Henry Cavill come in for a bit and do a few reshoots and then like, you know, having other people come in just to fill out like the scenes that he originally uh, meant to happen. Yeah. And then the rest of it's all this big CG fest anyway. So they'll just do some mocap and animation and, you know, fill in the blanks that way too. Kind of amazing that they can just drop actors into a thing now. Yeah. I mean, and you can tell sometimes, most times you can tell it's, it's a little janky looking, but still, it's still fascinating that. Yeah. You know, um, speaking of Zack Snyder, he's got that Army of the Dead or Army of Darkness. or um, It's obviously neither one of those titles. But <laughs> I was going to say what? <laughs> he made a zombie movie for Netflix that has Dave Bautista. It's not out yet. It's, it's coming oh, okay. out. Dave Bautista and um, um, Chris D'Elia. Chris Pedalia. And um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Chris yeah. D'Elia. And apparently they're going to, because the movie's done. And it was supposed mm. to be coming out, and I guess it got pushed back by uh, my corona. And so they're going to replace him in the whole movie with Tig Notaro, another comedian. Okay. <laughs> Which, first of all, huh? Same, same, same person. Right? 
And yeah. second of all, it's pretty amazing that they can just, that they're just like, yeah, we're going to just rip him out of the film. I mean, yeah. understandably, I'm not, I'm not dogging on that decision. I'm just saying it's really, it's insane that we're at a point in technology where they're just like, oh, you know what? We don't want him in the movie anymore. And they can just go in and go, Boop, just pop yeah. him out, replace him with somebody else. Kevin Spacey him out. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, Tick and Taro is a very interesting choice. Yeah. I She's mean, a- I feel like that's a, that's a uh, statement because she was big, one of the main, one of the main people speaking out against uh, Louis, right? Yeah. yeah. So and this was after Louis was pretty um, fundamental in her career. I mean, obviously she's a talented yeah. comedian, so she's earned what she's got, but the boost from him, you, you, you can't, you can't mistake what he gave her as far as like a, um, uh, what do you, what do they call that? Like a broadcast like a, or like a, a, a signal like a platform, a signal, a signal boost. boost, signal boost. Yeah. Um, because I didn't even know who she was until he um, sent out a thing about one of her stand-up sets when I think she had cancer and she was talking mm-hmm. about it in like this brutally honest way, and it was like this really amazing set. And Louis posted about it, and then that's when I heard about her. So um, selfishly, I'm saying that that's how everybody heard about hers because that's how <laughs> I heard about her. That's my perception. <laughs> so it's um, everybody's. So yeah, it's just pretty, just pretty amazing. That movie's probably gonna suck too. I hate that for Batista because I want him to have good things in life. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I finally well, watched you know, Stuber. Have you? Did you ever watch oh, Stuber? No, I, I, I never watched Stuber. It, it got panned too much for me to give it a shot. Yeah, it's. They have good chemistry, him and Kumail Nanjiani, mm-hmm. and that's. The only good part of the movie, really. I mean, the trailer had me interested. I thought it looked like it was going to be something, you know, good. Yeah, but. it's it's a funny concept that turns <sighs> into every other buddy cop movie you've ever seen. Mm. But, yeah. Anyway, so no way that the Snyder Cut lives up to the hype. Is I mean, what, any, what do I you mean, think? Is it, I mean, I think if... If it's truly reshot that much, eighty to ninety percent of the film is is not what we saw. I mean, it's got a chance, a small chance. It's got a chance. To be honest with you, I have to go back and watch Justice League because the way that people shit on that movie, I mean, I don't remember watching, you know, DC presents the room. I don't remember it being <laughs> that bad. I mean, it wasn't it's, good. Well, no, no. It's uh, in my opinion, it's not as bad as Suicide Squad. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, it's not a good movie though. It's it's a mess. It's a complete mess. It feels it feels like a mess. Maybe that's the biggest thing, right? It's just that it's so uh, it's disjointed and yeah. like it, it it doesn't feel like it was a cohesive vision because it wasn't right. And you know that's what I think gets most people excited about the Snyder Cut is that it is his cohesive vision now, and we get yeah. to see that. That unified vision of what he had in mind. Uh, now, that being said, like Zack Snyder, he's a he's great, one of the best at at visuals and making a setting up a really exciting action set piece and a all that stuff. If you will. A spectacle, he's he's great at the spectacle. But as far as like a cohesive, tight story, not so much. It's always the stuff that he adapts that does the best. Yeah, uh, have you have you seen like Sucker Punch? Mm-hmm. 
movie sucks. It looks, <laughs> it sucks. looks great. It looks great, but the movie sucks. It just the story falls apart. And you know, like, I feel like Man of Steel was pretty solid, but yeah. from basically then on, it's it's been more and more of his vision. Yeah, it's fan. More and more of his vision just kind of like not really working. Yeah, and you know, it's not like this is the first time he's had the chance to tell his own story and it was snatched away from him. Like he's had other chances and he's, he's proven to not be very good at that aspect of filmmaking. So that's, that's really why my expectations are tempered uh, because he's, he's proven to not be that coherent of a filmmaker. It's great spectacle. It's probably going to look really cool. going to be really loud, but yeah, I mean, you can already see from like the, the, the the scenes that they the teaser scenes uh, that they've released to kind of show what he's been working with that it's like visually it's going to be stunning and uh, but in the way of I mean how much different plot wise can that movie be with what they shot you know I mean you get yeah. the, the big bads you get the characters assembling you get the Superman um, subplot. I mean, how much different can it really be? Guess we'll see. I don't know. Guess we will see. Mm-hmm. So, as far as anything else from the fandom, is there anything else that um really piqued your interest? I mean, we we talked briefly about the video games, and they look dope. Um, yeah. Did you have like a, I don't know, any critique of them or any? Because uh, I'll say this, there were people who were like, ugh, again, we're just going to keep delving into this same fucking thing. Like, people were not happy about um, Gotham Knights. They thought that it would just looked like a retread of the Arkham games. Right, which, yeah, which it's not a part of. So I don't, I don't really... Mm. That wasn't an issue for me. I, like, and, and the Arkham games are some of the best, specifically the best batman games ever and have some of the best action combat of the entire generation um so i'm not upset about getting more of that at all i'd, I'd love more yeah. of that and, all and of that the it looks like they're expanding on the combat system itself and having mm-hmm. four different characters to play as four different characters yeah four different characters to play as and all of them having a unique combat system i mean if they pull that yeah. off right it's like i mean that's and also having the um, online co-op, like we could finish the story together. Yeah, online. that'd be awesome. I mean, come on, man. Sounds yeah. awesome. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. No. Um, uh, all, both the games looked cool. I'd like to see more of Suicide Squad to see how that actually plays. Um, given that each of those characters has obviously like dramatically different skill sets. So yeah. I'm wondering how it's going to play as far as like switching characters and what each of them bring to the table and how that how those mechanics work, but it seems like a cool concept. Do you think that this is a good first step for DC as far as catching up to Marvel? And second question, is there any catching up to Marvel at this point? Um, first question answer, yes. I feel like this is a a good first step. I feel like it's been a long time since it's been a long time since we've seen uh, this level of, of uh, promise from DC in a long time, as far as their, you know, uh, 
anything other than comics. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I, as a fan of a lot of their properties, I'm excited about the future because it seems like they're getting their ducks in a row finally. Yeah, they're on the right track. Do I think all of them are going to be rousing uh, successes? No, I think a lot of them are going to fail. Uh, that's okay because I feel like they're they're finally on the right track with a lot of their stuff, and I'm excited yeah. to see what comes in the future. And again, the games look great. Batman trailer, I think, won over a lot of fans who weren't so sure about Robert Pattinson uh, under the cowl. Um, so I'm all about that. That got me my excitement reignited. Uh, the stuff from Suicide Squad, uh, those little teasers looked really good. Uh, that's really what I'm most excited walking away from this entire event about uh, is Suicide Squad. The movie uh, followed or the by. Game? Uh, oh, good point. The movie. Um, that, you know, I'm just all about seeing what James Gunn does with Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they, they say it's going to be like a little more violent and dark and like I'm into James Gunn kind of reaching into that area of his expertise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it. I, I think it went basically as well as it could have. I think they really hit a home run with this one. So we'll see how things go. I mean, I, I, I don't, again, don't think that the uh, Snyder cut's going to live up to the hype, but it's, it's cool that that's out there for fans because they asked for it. And, you know, if it comes out and the majority of people don't like it, but those core fans love it, that's fine. Yeah. It's good. You know, it'll, it'll, it will definitely get people to subscribe or at least do a trial for HBO Max. And that's really what matters to them at the end of the day. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, fans' voices got out there loudly enough to make this happen in the first place, I think, is a, a victory for a lot of the fans out there. So, you know, yeah. whatever. If, if, it, if we don't like it, that's fine. We're not really the people that they're trying to get anyway. Mm. So. I think I like to think about when when so Scott, the original Suicide Squad came out, well they went well right before it came out they released that trailer and everyone was like, oh shit this movie actually looks pretty good, and then they were like, oh no those were the best scenes of the movie it only covered two minutes we have yeah. to go back and refilm everything to match the yeah. tone of that trailer, and it fucking fell on its face so hard and when I think about like what you said about James Gunn and how it, it isn't, it's going to be interesting to see what he brings to the table and letting him kind of explore that side of his artistry and knowing the characters that they have to work with and kind of, and, and just thinking about the original movie, it's like, what the fuck were they thinking with that first one? I'm not, I mean, I don't want to sit here and like, you know, shit on them as far as, you know how good the movie is it's just like the mm-hmm. tone of it or the plot i guess where you bring them all together and then they and then and then the whole thing is based around this supernatural thing with this princess and like oh it sucks possessing. i mean yeah, i mean what, it, what the fuck were they thinking it, it's all and then you you introduce the joker but do nothing with him do nothing with him you but cut okay. out all the scenes and and then and then you've got a guy in jared leto who you know some people love him some people hate him but like that joker I mean, they didn't even give him a chance. No, he's, a, he's an iconic character, an iconic villain. And they give him like five minutes of screen time the entire yeah. movie. 
it's, it's, it was a complete waste. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people are calling now for an Ayer cut because David Ayer made, made that movie, directed that movie. Yeah. Um, I, for one, think that David Ayer is an even lesser filmmaker than Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, we're already giving a lot of rope to Zack Snyder. There's yeah. not enough rope left for David Ayer. For David Ayer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, David. But no. uh, yeah, no. But, you know, it, uh, that, that goes also with saying that the studio heavily meddled with the movie that he intended to make. Yeah. And I think that was obvious from the tonal shifts and like them trying to make it more comedic. And, you know, it, it just, it, it feels like a movie made by committee because it was yeah so you know i mean, maybe there's something to that where his original vision may have been a better movie um but i just i i still don't think it would have been a good movie i think it would have would have been maybe a more cohesive movie but yeah. not a good one i don't think it's so. worth the the time and energy and money to go back and see what he had cooking no no, especially because we have this new movie coming out, and that would just detract from you know the James Gunn, uh, the gun cut. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I just I think that's kind of silly. But Plus, I mean, other than Will Smith, I mean, he got such a better cast. It's great. Oh, for sure. How 100%. much better the cast is in this new mm-hmm. one? Who he got? I forgot to, to mention uh, Viola Davis is back too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yep. come on, man. Just yeah. if you it, haven't it, seen the <laughs> teaser, go and watch the teaser. They just basically introduce the Suicide Squad, which a lot of people are going, yeah, but eight of them are going to die in the first 15 minutes. And it's like, eh, whatever. Still he, I mean, from what they describe, it's like a war movie. So it might be kind of cool just to see them, like, be thrown into the fire and see what happens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. And I mean, you know, if if Marvel can do it with uh, Endgame, a big war scene with all of the characters, it can be done. Sure. DC can do it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. <clears throat> but uh, I don't know. I mean, I yeah, it's 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 a good first step for them. Can they catch up to Marvel? You didn't really answer that question. Uh, do they have yeah. enough juice in the tank? They obviously have enough characters, but do they have enough juice in the tank as far as the studio is concerned and what they've been doing so far to catch up? Do I think that they can make something like the MCU uh, anytime soon, like to that level of success and kind of, um, I don't know, that vision? No, I don't think they can. Uh, but I also don't think they have to, and I think it'd be wiser if they don't, don't try to, because they've been trying to, and it hasn't worked out. Yeah. So I think it's better for them to do those, mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe have, like, a, a small, like, succinct uh, DC cinematic universe, you know, have Wonder Woman, like, maybe hint at uh, Aquaman and the other, and Flash, and the other guys. The other guys. Um, but maybe not try to make it like this comprehensive, like linked world. You don't, I don't think you necessarily need to. I think maybe just hinting at it, winking and nodding about it, kind of almost in the way, like taking it back to the, the, um, the Netflix Marvel series, where it's like, 
you know, it, you can assume that's in the same world. There's enough nuggets in there for you to go, okay, well, you know, it could be linked, um, but not adhere to it as far as like, okay, well, this canonically happened at this time. So then now that's a big thing in the world that sets off this thing. And then that thing's linked to that. And it's yeah. this overall conspiracy that they're all going to have to come together as the Justice League at some point to defeat at the end of the day. And we're going to have a big Justice League movie again. Yada, they, yada, yada. they would have to acknowledge that they're not doing that because otherwise fans would go, they would just, they, they would shit on the continuity of everything. Yeah. People would well, pick I, up on it. I, I think, um, I don't, I like, it, it's tough to say because comic characters are intrinsically linked to each other, right? So if you have the Batman and it, it features the Riddler, let's say, and then for some reason we go to Gotham in the next Wonder Woman movie and you see a, a headline in a, in a newspaper about the Riddler being caught or whatever. Yeah. If, if those characters aren't the same, then we're going to get confused. But yeah. if they keep them within their own worlds and we don't have to worry so much about the crossover, I don't think it's that big of an issue. And I think that you can have a Wonder Woman cinematic universe. You can have a Batman cinematic universe. You can have a Flash cinematic universe. It's not going to be as cohesive and coherent as if, you were, if all those were to be linked. But I think if you want to go for dramatically different, tonally different stories, that's an option at yeah. least. To make those their own, uh, their own closed-off worlds, their own bubbles that you can play with however you want, but then have you know other stuff to the side. I mean, that's that's what we're doing in video games right now with uh, Sony and and uh, the Spider-Man games, and then the uh, Avengers games now having a different Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's going to lead to I I think less confusion than you might think. I think people are more savvy nowadays and can and realize, oh, that's a different Spider-Man. That's not the same Spider-Man. Yeah. So, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You give people a little more credit than they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, um, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes. I mean, we, we didn't even mention the Wonder Woman trailer. We keep talking about it. We'll be kind of dancing around it. Yeah. Um, I, as far as I'm concerned, we, I don't think we really need to touch on it so much as – I really like the first one and I mm. like Gal Gadot and mm. I'm just going to go watch the movie. I just don't really need with her, with her and with, with the character, I don't really need any convincing. I'm just going to go. No. Watch the movie. Yeah, it looks, it looks fine. I, that's all it needed to do. It looked fine. The trailer looked fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm basically the same way. I'm into it. We'll, we'll see how it turns out. I think they, you know, I think they may have shown more than they should have in the trailer. Um, yeah, they have the but, habit of doing that. Yeah. So, but you know, still fine. Also, we we never gave our official ruling on the Batman trailer. Is it trash or not? Nah? Oh, it's 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 far beyond trash, dude. It's yeah, agreed. <laughs> agreed. It's one of the I best just, trailers. I, I had to hear it from you. Yeah, it's one of the best teasers that I've seen in a while. Yeah, it's a good it's a good um, mood setter. You know. Yeah. It really lets, like, it's the perfect teaser because it doesn't give you anything. And I think that that's only because they didn't have anything filmed. They said that only 25% of the movie is filmed right now. Right. So you've got a quarter of the movie done. 
and you've got to make you've got to chop that down to two minutes you can't give us a, that much plot which is good because that makes yeah. the teaser perfect you set the tone you let us know what world we're going into you give us some 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 juicy bits to kind of fucking stick a fork into and then mm-hmm. you go away and then come back with the fucking the big daddy trailer which i'm not gonna watch <laughs> okay because i just i mean dc you're already in I'm in already for sure. And DC, they, they, they just have this habit of like, I don't know if it's fear from the studio or if they just don't understand. Like if they, these, these new um, execs and stuff are just like, we got to give them, we got to give them what they paid for. It's like, I just yeah. stop showing the whole movie. This is the reason that I had to kill trailer trash in the first place. It's because <laughs> like, right. it's just like, it, it's, it, it's a problem. It's an it's a epidemic with these fucking studios, where yeah. they're like, we gotta show them enough to get people interested. And it's like, well, do you, I don't need to see the movie now. Yeah, I mean them. That's I mean endemic. Yeah, with them showing in Wonder Woman, like the villain reveal at the end of the right. trailer. It's like, what? Exactly. What? Like why? Why? That could have been a huge mo- moment in the actual movie. Yeah. When they, and they did it with Justice League. They, they, mm-hmm. they did the same exact thing that made me yep. go, well, I don't need to see this in theaters. I'll just wait. Like, I'm, I'm not going to fucking rush out to see this movie. I've already seen it. Yeah, it sucks. I don't know. Somebody's not learning over there. But... No, no. Anyway. Yeah. So, DC Fandom. 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 Sunday, a, Sunday, Sunday. It was a success. So, good for them. Good for them. Yeah. I think we spent the majority of the episode just talking about DC fandom. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, you want to just get the fuck out of here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, well, before we leave, we can't leave you guys without reviewing these brewskis. So, Obi. Please reintroduce the beer and tell the people what you thought. This was the Hollow Hollow. Hollow. Check that label out. Sexy. I know. It's a milkshake style American hoppy ale with ube, mango, and lychee. 32 ounce, 7%. Canned on 826 for this one in particular. And there's a little dolphin on there. I don't know if you can see it. Look at that. I can. Um, So this again is a uh, collaboration with the restaurant taglish in orlando which i can not recommend enough very tasty um so uh you can tell by the purple has that ube flavor which is very nice ube uh ube 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 um it's very sweet and also has that mix of a, a, an IPA uh, bitterness too. So it's the thing that we always look for, that balance between uh, sweetness and uh, bitter, which I really like. Um, it, it, um, I don't get much mango. I get a little bit of the lychee. Um, it's a, it's, it's sweet, but not overpowering, which I appreciate. I was afraid of this being one of those milkshake IPAs that's just like too much mm. and overpowers, but it's not that. It's actually pretty, pretty mild as far as the sweetness goes, but it's still there. Um, overall, I'm going to give it a 4.5. I think it's a, it's a very well-balanced 
uh, milkshake IPA. And I'm glad I took the lactates because it's pretty creamy too. All right. Well, speaking of cream, this was the Honey Cream Ale Wild Night from Swamp Head Brewery. It is also a uh, local brewski. How local, you say? Well, it's from Gainesville, Florida. That's how local. Okay. And, uh, I mean, we've had some good ones from Swamp Head. Um, I'm trying to think of the one with the, uh, with the big, big, like, the big nose. Big, big nose. Big nose. That one's good. This mm-hmm. one, solid. Um, there's, there's always this thing with, with any time a brewery tries to do a honey cream style ale or cream ale period. It's, dude, it's so divisive. It's so, I mean, it's just, a, it's pure hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah. We, we hated the, um, that, uh, what was it? The, that whale one, right? Yeah. The, that one was, I think still one of the lowest rated beers in the history of the show. What's the name of that brewery? I forget. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they make Duke's Brown too. Shit. Uh, they're, they're, uh, I think they're out of Tampa. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. We'll figure it out. We're going to shout yeah. you out. Son of a bitch. Some. <laughs> <laughs> you think you can get away from us? Uh, uh-uh. uh, but this, it's, it's solid. It's solid. It's, it's nothing to, I mean, the thing is, I mean, if you're, if, you're, if you're somebody like us who is into, you know, drinking them all, experimenting, seeing what you like, going through all the beers in your local brewery or, um, you know, local gas station or, or grocery store, or what have you, wherever you can get your craft beers, I would suggest, yeah, I mean, it's a fun thing to, 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 to experiment with. Mm-hmm. Will I ever drink this again? No. no. I, can, I can tell you for certain. <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. So I'd give it a three and a half. Okay. So there you go. A three and a half for the uh, Wild Night and a four and a half for the Hollow mm-hmm. Hollow. Think we got it? I think we got it. Let's get the look out of here. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Rodriguez. Hey, girl. And for Fife, look at him. Oh. Look at him. Oh. He's so pretty. He's so handsome. He's so handsome. Say hello. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. Careful, it'll poop under your uh your I'm not bed. letting him out of this room. He's okay. locked in here. <laughs> Out of my bed. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>